HVAC 360, episode number 34, Arrow Seal. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of HVAC 360. I'm your friendly neighborhood host, Matt Nelson. Uh, here, we're kind of uh, almost to the halfway point. Well, so we got an odd number of you know interviews for the AHR Expo. I got seven altogether. Um, I'm a little bit hesitant to kind of release them all in sequence uh, just because, well, you know, I mean, it's fun to be able to kind of get the environment and the feel and some of the products that are there, but I want to be able to intermix. Uh, you know, if, if if you're not all into that, I want to be able to give you a chance to, to learn something else. So I'm going to do AeroSeal this week. Uh, where I got the, uh, I had the pleasure to talk with Neil Walsh, who is the vice president of marketing and sales over at AeroSeal, and then I'm, I, we have I'm going to kind of interject in here. Uh, I have a, a special guest coming up next week, so uh, stay tuned uh, to listen to that one. Uh, that should be a very good one. Well, they're all good, you know. Let's be truthful here. So. Uh, AeroSeal, if you don't know, I'm not going to ruin it too much. Uh, is is a uh, kind of a as the kind of name suggests, it's a way to uh, seal ductwork. Um, I think that Neil does a great job kind of explaining it uh, to it. Um, but I think that, uh, uh, you know, it was one of the uh, one of the things that maybe you uh, need to take a look at, uh, you know, to see the setup uh, a little bit better. Uh, they had a great display at the HR Expo, and I had a lot of fun talking with Neil. So I'm not going to hold you back any longer. Let's uh, cut to the tape. All right, we're here on the expo floor, the HR Expo here in Chicago, 2012, and uh, we are talking with uh, Neil Walsh of AeroSeal. How are you doing, Neil? I'm doing great. Good to see you, Matt. Now, talk uh, talk to me a little bit about what AeroSeal is, where it came from, when it started. AeroSeal was invented in 1994 at Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratories. At that time, the Department of Energy estimated there was $5 billion a year in duct leakage across the United States. That number has risen to $25 billion today. Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratories was given a grant to figure out how we could address national duct leakage across the United States. Out of that came the AeroSeal system. What it does is it seals up air ducts from the inside out. That way we can get to all the inaccessible leaks that were cost prohibitive to get to before. Now we can touch those. Now we can get air ducts very, very tight. We can save energy. We can make people more comfortable, and we can solve indoor air quality problems. Now, I, mean, I guess, go through the process of, I mean, obviously this is a uh, commercial and residential application. It really doesn't matter. Um, focusing on, on the commercial a little bit, I guess, what take me through the step-by-step process of how you go and apply the, uh, the AeroSeal technology to, uh, to a project. That's a great question, Matt. It's a five-step process. The first thing we're going to do is go around and block up all the supply-side grills on the ductwork. Then we're going to connect the aerosol machine to the ductwork. We're going to take liquid sealant, we're going to aerosolize it, and we're going to spray it into the ductwork. The air is saturated with sealant. As it goes through the ductwork, it finds the hole and fills the scab over the, develops the scab over the top of the hole, sealing it tight. We can get up to 99% of the air duct leakage out of the system. We test at the beginning of the process to create a baseline of leakage, and then when the technician is done, he tests at the end to get a final leakage. Now, the, uh, the, when you're blocking up the, uh, the outlets, what, do, what, are you, what are you blocking it up with? 
we're using a high-density foam rubber and a compression fit to seal up the grills and registers in the building. Now, is this something that you typically do um, you know, after the, uh, the, the, the final, final diffusers go in or when you, you want it with just kind of, um, you know, I guess bare metal uh, you know, still, still being in place? Matt, we can do it either way. We do it in a retrofit application. Sometimes we'll do it with the grills on. If it's more convenient to do it with the grills off, we can do that. Oftentimes when we're in a new construction application, we're just using compression fit without the grills on. Now, what sort of, I guess, uh, you know, if you're thinking about getting the AeroSeal technology, how do you, how do you go about, I mean, is it, is it you, do you uh, use contractors? Uh, do you, I mean, you know, th- there's a lot of machinery that you, you would have, uh, you know, as far as pressurizing the, the duct system and, you know, and uh, distributing the aero, aerosol, I, I can't even say it, the product um, into the duct system. Um, so how, how does it, I mean, how do you, how do you go to market, so to speak? Sure. We go to market through contractors across the country. We're looking for a select group of contractors that want to be in the business of sealing air duct. And the way we do that is we identify them in the marketplace and we sell them the product and we come alongside and train them. We actually spend three days in the field training all of our contractors. And then frequently we come back after the fact. Our technical trainers will actually work alongside our contractors on commercial jobs to make sure they can get it right. So it's very much a hand-holding process to make sure they're comfortable doing it. What they get is basically an entire business in a box. We provide them with everything they need to do to get into the business of air duct sealing. From the, we even provide you with supplies to get started. Great. And if you're having trouble trying to visualize this, I, I, I you know, think of it from, a, from a standpoint of maybe a fix-a-flat kind of, kind of uh, mentality where... Um, you know, it, it's where's that negative pressure is going? It, it just kind of you know shoots for the gap and fills it and, and becomes you know becomes a solid. Absolutely, Matt. It's a it's a pressure testing device like a duct blaster smashed together with a paint sprayer, and it works exactly like a fix a flat. We're going to spray aerosolized mist into the duct. We're not going to coat it. We're just going to plug the holes. Now, I, I guess from the uh, uh, you know this is not you know duct sealing. You know, there's a, a lot of different ways you can do it. You know, um, you know, from a new construction standpoint, you could apply mastic to it. You could, um, you know, do you know various different. You could you could weld it if you wanted to. I guess what what makes this AeroSeal product, um, you know, uh, I guess better than the better than those technologies. Because we're using computer computer automated process, we're going to get the ductwork extremely tight. Ninety nine percent of the leakage is going to be go out. One thing we know, Matt, about existing ductwork, there's been studies done at Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory and the Florida Solar Research Institute that shows the average ductwork in commercial buildings today is three times leakier than the SMACNA spec it says it should be. Three times leakier. We can take this machine and we can connect it to existing ductwork that normally you couldn't reach, you couldn't get to the inside of it, it might be wrapped, and we can get 99% of that leakage out, and it's going to work five times faster. There was a research study done at Oak Ridge National Laboratories, and they found that the aerosol machine was 70, 70% more effective and 50% faster than conventional hand-sealing technology. Now, do you see this, uh, this uh, being applied more in the, uh, um, the, the uh, existing renovation uh, kind of application where people are wanting to save energy and they, they do this duct sealing? Or, you know, I mean, do you, do you see it applied in new construction at all? We frequently see it applied in new construction. Anytime somebody wants to get their ductwork extremely tight and they want to do it in a more effective and efficient manner, we see it being a good fit for AeroSeal. We're, many times we're called in on a retrofit jobs because simply there's no other way to do it. But frequently we're pulled in on new construction jobs because simply we're the most cost-effective way of getting the air ducts down to the new, tighter airflow standards that engineers are specifying today. 
Now, I, I can I can understand from a residential aspect where you could probably do the entire uh, entire building all at once. You seal up all the outlets, you know, and, and then and then you, you you seal it that way. Now, in a commercial application, you have the duct systems are a lot bigger. Do you? I mean, do you segmentize? You know, do you do you do them in segments? Do you do them all at once? What What's the standard protocol that you've, you've seen being applied? That's a, that's a great question, Matt. What we do is we teach the technician and the contractor in the field how to break down the ductwork into logical segments. The aerosol machine has the capacity to do a tremendously large building, but from an implementation point of view, most contractors find it's easier to break it down floor by floor, section by section within a floor to optimize it. Now, I guess one thing that that, that I would think about is that uh, you know okay so I'm I'm putting this uh, uh, this uh, sealant into the ductwork. It's, it's you know it's fixing it's fixing the gaps, but at the end of the day, when you're done fixing the gaps, what happens to the rest of the uh, you know aerosol? I mean, is there a flushing process? You know, what what sort of particulates are left behind, and and do they do they, you know do they find themselves you know in the ductwork? You know, I mean, that's a great question. Typical residential house, to give you an example, there's less than two ounces of aerosol that are not, their residue remaining in the ductwork when we're done. So in the event that the aerosol sealant gets outside the ductwork, it settles out into the in an interstitial cavity around the ductwork. So it just, it just settles out onto the ground. Now, it, it, does it settle out? I mean, how does it, what is it? It's just like, it looks like a, uh, uh, a dust or is what, how is yeah. it? It looks like a clear white dust. It's slightly tacky. It builds up a surface level of dust and it just, and it loses its tackiness like a sticky note. In the event that it gets into an occupied space where you don't want it to be sticky, and it, first of all, we can clean the air before it settles out. But if it does settle out onto a hard surface, then it washes up with water or a mild solvent. Now, what about the... What about the aeroseal that may be still left in the ductwork? There's very little aeroseal that's left in the ductwork when we're done. We don't coat the ductwork, so it's pretty much just in the holes and in the S-drives and all the nooks and crannies where there's, where there's gaps. Now, is there a post-installation flush that you do, or is it just, you know, once you're done sealing it and you get the test results, and that, that's, that's it? Once we're, done, once we're done sealing it, there's no post-installation flush. We just turn on the air, air handler turn the machine back to operation and it's fully operational within an hour within an hour or so after the ceiling's been done so you let it kind of settle out and mm-hmm. okay. now as, as far as what the aeroseal is made out of I mean obviously you don't need the, the chemical compounds and the, 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 the mixture or whatever but generally generally speaking what what does it uh, what does it contain it's a vinyl acetate polymer that's been used as a base in chewing gum and hairspray and water-based paint so it's extremely benign. It dries very quickly, so there's practically no VOC off-gassing. Okay, excellent. Now, as far as uh, the uh, uh, you know energy savings that can be attained with uh, uh, with this product, I mean, obviously that that has to be a, a huge market for you. Um, what kind of uh, what kind of buildings are you seeing this uh, done in? We're seeing we're seeing this applied right across the board in commercial buildings all across the country. Right now, we're seeing a tremendous amount of growth in exhaust systems. We're getting a triple energy savings effect by sealing up the exhaust shaft. First of all, you no longer have to overventilate the building to meet code, so you can lower your exhaust fan energy. Because you're no longer overventilating the building, now you can turn down your supply fan as well. So that's the second level of savings. And third, all the conditioned air that you're exhausting from the space now, you can turn down your compressor energy. 
and we're seeing a tremendous amount of paybacks. Typically, in a commercial application, Aerosteel pays for itself within three to five years. Now, have you ever, has it been applied in a, a, a hospital situation or a lab situation? We have several places across the country where it's been done extensively at Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratories, at UC Davis. We've done hospitals like the, Cal, the Cleveland Metro Health and Cal Medical Center have done it in sterilization exhaust systems as well. Okay. Now, what, I guess when we talk about the size of the gap, I mean, what's, at what point does the gap become too big? That's a great question, Matt. At about five-eighths of an inch, of a hole, it's probably more cost effective to hand seal it rather than waiting for the sealant to build up a scab to cover over that five-eighths inch hole. Now, now, is there any way to kind of diagnose that before you start just dumping sealant in, 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 in that gap? I mean, obviously, you know, you've said before that a lot of, a lot of times you're not going to see all the, the duct system. Sure. So, you know, how do you know that you have a big hole that all your sealant might be just like flowing through? That's a great question, Matt. During the training process, we show the technician how to use the tool to identify big holes rather than some small holes. And so the technician can use smelling senses and his visual senses, and the computer technology is smart enough to identify a big hole as well. So is there, is there a continual monitoring for, for, for when you're, uh, uh, I guess, inputting the, uh, the aeroseal into the air? So if you don't see a, a pressure drop, you know, if it's not getting better then you might know that, hey, there, there could be a hole that's not being plugged. Correct. The aerosol machi machine is controlled by a laptop computer with specific software that's been designed for this application. On the screen, the technician can see the actual real-time leakage in the duct system. So he can tell if the sealing process is continuing or if there's a hole in the, hole in the system that he needs to address another way. The software is smart enough that if, for example, if ductwork breaks or a block comes out, and there's a catastrophic failure in the ductwork, this machine is smart enough to alert him and turn itself off to prevent any further damage. Now, I guess comparing you know, this, this sort of system, obviously it, it'll, it'll save you time, it can save you, uh, you, know, it can save you as, as far as the amount of material being used. How, how cost effective is it compared to the other technologies? That's a great example. What we find is, is that AeroSeal dealers typically recover their investment in less than six months. It fundamentally gets them into, into the business of solving problems that no one else has a con using conventional technology has a way to solve. And because of that, they're able to go in and address problems that building owners historically had to live with for years. So they end up with happy customers, repeat customers, and a whole new revenue stream that they weren't able to tap into before. Now, are most of the uh, the contractors that you kind of uh, you match up with, are they in the, uh, the duct cleaning business? I mean, is that is that kind of a, a, a common marriage? It is. A, many of our customers are in the duct cleaning business because once you're cleaning the ductwork, then it's, it's a logical extension to seal the ductwork of cleaning. But it's not an exclusive marriage. We have many mechanical contractors that are primarily mechanical contractors that are doing this because of the benefits that are associated with sealing the ductwork. And they're seeing the, the benefits from a, a manpower standpoint, you know, just being able to accomplish you know, something that might be in the spec. They do it better. They have it documented. And, you know, it's not like somebody going up there and, and sealing up joints and accidentally missing one or, or something Ex like that. Exactly right. They're able to be much more efficient with their time, and they get a much better result. And more importantly, they get the right solution the first time. We've all been through callbacks, and it's very expensive and time-consuming to test ductwork for leakage. And it's no fun to have to go back and do it two or three times because you didn't quite meet the spec the first time. Aeroseal will guarantee that you get that spec level the first time because the technician is seeing real time what the duct leakage is before he turns the machine off.
Now, down the road, I guess, you're thinking about the longevity of the product. Um, once you've applied it once, is there any any sort of uh, degradation um, due to uh, maybe a future duct cleaning that, that goes on? I mean, is it is it resilient to that, or, or how? You know, when when's a final product? How how hard is it? I mean, what what kind of uh, static can you you push against it? That's that's a great question, Matt. We we have applied this into commercial buildings, with four or five inches of static pressure in them. Um, it's been lab tested to over fourteen inches of static pressure. Um, it is very durable and it can be used and the ducts can be cleaned. It's not going to break the, down the integrity of the seal itself. So this is this is basically it's once you do this, your ducts are sealed. Once and done. One and done with AeroSeal. Excellent. Um, I guess uh, anything else that uh, that we didn't that we didn't cover that you can think of? I would just recommend that your listeners think in terms of identifying problems this is a solution that maybe somebody has come to come to accept the fact that they have to live with this problem in their building. Now this opens up a brand new venue for rethinking those building problems that have always existed. Now, I'll go back one more, one final question. You know, typically when we're dealing with uh, with products, um, you know, especially like in a public market, there likes to be you know there likes to be competition of at least you know three people. Mm-hmm. You know, typically when you're d- dealing with public bid jobs. Um, how do you how do you address that uh, in the specifications? Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, we limit the number of dealers in a market because it is a licensed and patented product. We want to make sure that it gets into the right contractor's hands, and so we're very selective in making sure that the the, the number of, the amount of the equipment in the market is the appropriate for the size of the market. There's enough contractors in the market, so there can be competitive bidding, but it's not overly saturated, so that the pricing becomes makes the product and the application of the product uncost effective for the contractor. So I mean, and I guess basically going back to the point that this is not necessarily a product that gets maybe get, gets directly specified. Um, but it's maybe a performance-based uh, application to a specification saying you have to have the duct seal it, sealing, you know, of, of this level. You know, use whatever, you know, you don't necessarily, I guess, spec, you know, spec out a mastic or spec out aero seal. You just say, hey, get it done to the contractor, and the contractor's the one that, that chooses the alternative. But well, we're, seeing, we're seeing both right now, Matt. As you know, the trend in the industry is to get the duct leakage tighter, and we're seeing generic trends that are uh, CFM leakage per grill or CFM leakage uh, per duct run. But we're also seeing flat spec AeroSeal. As, in, as consulting engineers get exposed more to AeroSeal, they see the benefits, they see the uniqueness of the product, their building owners want it. And so they're coming back and they're asking specifically for the AeroSeal technology. Now, typically, obviously, this is uh, maybe something that needs to be done prior to the installation of any sort of... Uh, um, you know, pressure monitoring devices or some of, uh, you know, temperature monitoring devices in the uh, air system. You want to have those removed and, and just kind of as a best practices. You don't want to have anything necessarily in the ductwork protruding that you can't get coated. Or, or would, it, would it even matter? Oftentimes it doesn't matter. If you have fire dampers or balancing dampers, we teach you, in the, we, you don't have to remove them. We just teach you how to work through them. Uh, occasionally, there is things in the duct system that we train you that you need to remove. And during the three-day on-site training process, we come out with the co- to the contractor's place of business and actually work alongside them, helping them implement. We would show them how to deal with those types of situations in the duct work. So what are you typically going to want to remove in, in that? Um, uh, on a VAV box, it might be any sort of... Um, pressure sensing device, it might be any sort of thermal sensing device. Anything, if it's coated, even a light residue of sealant, it's going to impede its performance. Okay, excellent. 
Um, all right. Well, I appreciate your time here. Uh, if they wanted uh, more information about AeroSeal, how would they go about doing that? I would suggest any of your listeners or followers follow us at A-E-R-O-S-E-A-L.com. That's AeroSeal.com. Okay, excellent. All right, Neil, thanks for your time. Thank you, Matt. Have a great day. All right, from the floor of the AHR Expo, this is Matt Nelson for HVAC 360. All right, and we're back. All right, thanks again to Neil Walsh. It was a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for taking the time out of your busy schedule. Uh, it's definitely fun uh, to, to get and see such a, a innovative product. I mean, you really can, you, you see what I mean uh, when, you know, I, I can't help but get excited about this project or product. Um, there's so many applications, especially when you're talking about energy savings and, and things of that nature. Um, I can see where this can, you know, like I said, can go hand in hand uh, with the uh, duct cleaning business. Uh, but I, th- I think it's just kind of a uh, you know uh, innovative product. You know, it's, it's some of these products that you like. You think of it and you go, oh yeah, yeah, that would that would be neat, wouldn't it? And th- the fact that it actually works, um, that they've had demonstrated cases, I think is uh, is excellent. Um, obviously, this is obviously some of the some of the things you're going to have to talk to your owners about. It's it's something that that you need to uh, to get schooled up on your own uh, before you start recommending AeroSeal all over all over the place. Uh, but I really like the uh, innovative nature of this product um, in the fact that you really don't. I mean, it's just kind of you know the the fix a flat easy. You know, it just kind of you know it's in there. It, it gets it you know it it takes care of it. Yeah, I can't tell you. The number of balance reports I look at, and I, I, the numbers just don't add up for whatever reason. And it's understandable because I mean, balancing in and of itself is, is a real art. And if you don't really, if you don't do it correctly, you might see some extraneous results. And they're really, you know, they're not, they're not, you know, all that unusual. Uh, but it's, it's really, you know, when you get significant gaps in the air that you expect to be coming out of the outlets and the air that's coming out of the unit uh, or, you know, uh, the exhaust fan and exhaust ductwork, uh, it really, you know, it's, it's disheartening. I mean, it's one of those things that as a, as a commissioning agent, it just kind of drives you crazy because, you know, you've inspected it, you've, you've, seen, you, you've seen a lot of the ductwork uh, being installed, you've seen it, uh, you've, you've seen it uh, being sealed, uh, but there's the stuff that, that goes in the chases that, that you know, turns around a, a corner that you can't quite see around. You know, you can't see everything. And that's kind of I, I like the the fact that you can you can literally look at the screen and uh, you know see the see when you start applying the arrow seal you can actually see the improvement uh, to see these charts and graphs as they as they would show them um, was was really something uh, that was that was kind of fascinating so um, hats off to arrow seal and uh, I think that uh, uh, that's pretty much it for this week. Again, if you want to learn more about it, uh, or yeah, more about it, you can go to aeroseal.com. Uh, I'll put the link in the show notes. As per usual, if you want to uh, be updated uh, on some of the shows that, that go out and other extraneous things that I find on the internets, um, you can sign up for the newsletter at buildingx.co. Or uh, you can follow me on Twitter at buildingx, or just uh, you know extend an invitation to connect. If they, with LinkedIn, I always love to do that with other people. Um, if uh, you have any show suggestions, comments, or from feedback, I'd like to hear that. Matt at buildingx.co. 
Uh, other than that, that pretty much wraps up this week. So I, I really appreciate everybody listening. I hope these things are going smoothly, and I hope you enjoy them. If there's something that, you know, we're starting to get some feedback as far as uh, some shows that people would like to see more of, and we're, we're trying to line those up, uh, you know, because, you know, basically I do this for you. So, um, it, you know, if you have a suggestion and you want to know, uh, you know, let's get it up. Let's let's cue it up. I'll I'll, I'll do my best to uh, you know shake my uh, shake my tree of connections and uh, see what comes out of there and uh, get something lined up just for you. So uh, I want to thank each and every one of my listeners uh, from all the way from uh, you know I have <laughs> I know you're out there in, in Canada land and uh, in Poland on the train. So I really uh, really appreciate all of you. And uh, with that. I'd like to remind you to know what you build and share what you know. 